Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So I asked this question, are you at this point in your life where you just want to feel fulfilled? Maybe things are pretty good. Maybe you've kind of figured things out in your journey, but maybe there's a little something that's missing, and that's the fullness, the richness in your life to be a whole fulfilled person. We're going to talk about that today. Very inspiring. And I also want to say that you are important. And she wrote a book all about that, Love Yourself, Love Your Life. And she's back with us. She's an amazing licensed clinical psychologist. Anne Creekmore joins us on the program. Hi, Anne. How are you? Good, Steve. How are you? I'm loving your book. Thank you. Yeah, this is, (laughs) I feel like it was written for me. I really do. but, (laughs) But that means it resonates with, with all of us. And this is chapter eight in your book. And this is really for all of us at the point, and maybe we're not up. Listen, we all are ready to love our life, at least here. This is my belief. Mm-hmm. But we might not really be ready. Yeah, I'm assuming you got to do some work to get truly at this point where you can truly love your life. And maybe that's why it's chapter eight, because the other chapters, you know, some work they're involved to, to love yourself and love your life to get to that point. Does that sound reasonable? It's reasonable. Exactly. Yeah. You're I'm moving in re- sequence. Uh-huh. So when we say to be a whole fulfilled person, what do we mean by that? Well, to be a whole fulfilled person is to realize that you're an important, as you said, you know, that you're important and you have rights and needs to uh, fulfill yourself. We might not have learned them as children, you know, depending on what our family of origin situations were, you know, um, some people came from the scold and spank generation where it was all about get your homework done, get your chores done, be good, be good girl, be good boy, and and not really as focused on your rights and needs and feelings. Um, And so we have to, when we become adults or getting to become adults, we have to start to realize we have these rights to have our feelings, our needs met. Um, and those would be like I, the whole fulfilled person circle of needs, your um, your physical, mental, spiritual, social, will. Um, and I can go into what this means, more your emotional needs and, and so on. Um, and that we have a right to now reparent ourselves in a way. To say, hey, you know, these are things, you know, taking care of myself that I'm going to start to explore and see that I am fulfilled in these areas. How do you get to that point? Is it is it is it really the work that needs to get done? Now, we can all say, of course, I want to feel fulfilled. Of course, I want to love my life. Who wouldn't? But I'm thinking that you might not be able to do that unless you're ready. And in order to be ready, you got to clean up some of the stuff over here to get to here. Uh, and it's, it's really part of the journey. But how do you know when you really are ready to start living that whole fulfilled life? Well, it really could be any time. You know, any time you feel, you know, upset or that you're not feeling your life is fulfilling would be the time to kind of discover what it is in your life, like what area of your life maybe, or areas that you're not attending to, that you're neglecting. 
that you can start to put your time and energy into enhancing those areas of your life. Mm. Um, Hopefully, if you have healthy relationships, there'll be people that will be concerned about you as well. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, maybe they'll help you to, to encourage you to do certain things to make your life better as well. That can, that can help. Or going into therapy and looking at, well, what is it in my life that is not working and not, I'm not attending to? And how can you do that by talking to a therapist? What's it feel like? <laughs> When you're at that point where you are truly living that whole fulfilled life. Well, I mean, you feel happy. You know, you're, you're loving yourself. You're loving your life. You're engaging in activities and, and ways of being that are your joys and passions. The idea is to discover what your joys and passions are. They're there. Um, and maybe sometimes you have to kind of look back on your childhood, like, well, when, what was, you know, when did I feel a high, a natural high, you know, what was I doing? What brought me joy? And, and then like, then maybe what have I always kind of wanted to do or, and so then you can, that can kind of give you some clues, but it's the idea is to kind of be a little bit compulsive in the sense of just thinking about yourself, you know, uh, as like, well, am I happy? You know, how am I doing physically? Do I have deteriorating health? Do I have energy? Do I, you know, um, am, uh, you know, am I doing things that increase my physical well-being? Like, do I, am I engaged in some sport or activity that brings me fitness or raises my serotonin and endorphins? You know, things. But that's your personal joy, your personal hobby. Uh, is there an area that I need to attend to in my health and get more help with? You know, um, and so on. So you kind of look at each of the areas to see, are you feeling good in that area? Or are you not feeling good in that area? You know, like intellectually, are you in the, um, you know, in the mental area? Like, are you feeling intellectually stimulated? Are you doing things that, you know, that, that expressing your talents or your creativity, you know, and what did you like to do? What did you like to do as a child or had thought, you know, about doing that you might start adding into your everyday experiences so that you can feel fulfilled in those areas. There was a point um, when I was dealing with a lot and we're all dealing with stuff all the time, uh, but there was some challenges and, and it was stressing me out. And it came to a point where I walked outside one day from my office and I remember just looking at the sky and the sun. And I finally had a feeling of like, I call it the quiet calm. It was just like, oh, I got this. We're good. Mm-hmm. We're good. Yeah. And and it was something that could have really tipped me over and you know, came close at times. There was a lot going on. Um, but it was just like, you got this. And I got to remember that, you know, when, when challenges come up, that feeling of like, it's going, it's going to be okay. <laughs> you got it, you know. Exactly. Exactly. You bring up a, a wonderful point, which is really the main point, your core. Um, which is your I on um, the whole fulfilled person I have in my book, these circles, and it shows the fulfilled person and you being a rainbow of your joys. And then it shows like if you're in the unfulfilled person, it shows the mental preoccupation with something that so that all the areas of your life you just got little, you're given little time and energy to them. So you're unhappy or you're alone or you're whatever. And then you've got your own circle to fill in your joys. But at the top of it is what I put called visionary. 
it's kind of like connecting to your inner good, your highest self, your higher power, your inner peace, your hope, your your ability to visualize and envision the passion that you can create this wonderful life for yourself. That it's all okay. Mm. Like you're saying, like you got it, you know, it's just this inner sacred space, if you will, where you're connecting to that source of your good and believing in your good. And so you're right. In a sense, once you get that, then you can say, oh, these other pieces are like just no brainers. I can start to, well, I've always wanted to dance, you know, and I'm going to just start taking some dance lessons for my, my physical and my talent or expressiveness of creativity. And then you can kind of put that out. Like, I got this. I can do this. It doesn't matter what age I am. I can start this now and, and add this. And I can look at my calendar and find, you know, a couple spots and pencil it in so that I set an appointment with myself through the week of what I'm going to be doing. So, but you got to come from that feeling of connectedness to source, if you will, to the good, to purpose, to have that passion to co-create your life, to make it into that. And that sounds like what happened to you. You started to, you just connected and said, you know, I got this. I mean, I've connected to this good source, to what's in me, my highest self, my higher power to go forward. The challenge is remembering it. <laughs> because, exactly. Excellent. I mean, Excellent. since then, I've gone through a lot, like all of us, you know, I'm, I'm no different than any, anybody else, but you know, as we're talking about it, now it's coming back to me. It's like, dude, you need to go back to that when exactly. challenging things come up. There's a, um, there's a great song uh, by a local artist, uh, and he's in my area here on Long Island. Um, mm-hmm. And he just, he, he makes just really interesting songs. Uh, actually, there's some albums he recorded on a big boat in his backyard where he set up a studio. And there's one cool. song, and I'm bringing this up because it's, kind of what you just said or very much like what you just said and the lyrics go his name is robert fortier and the lyrics go my core is still the same but there's a few more cracks there in my shell (laughs) and it's kind of a folk upbeat folky kind of song but it's like yeah that's the that's the truth for i think all of us correct correct we all have that you know, inner peace, inner sacred place within no matter what religion or spirituality or life philosophy, we all have our way to connect to that or to think about that. And, um, and then that's where we have to come from. And then even though we've got these triggers, these traumas or these things that have happened or stressors, you know, we got to always get back to that, to that core. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the whole fulfilled person, I, I partly call it, as I said, it's at the top. It's the visionary, the power to envision, you know, that you believe in yourself and that you're connected to the good that can create good in your life. But there's the spiritual part, a slice of the pie as well, which is just your ability to have some faith in the good, some hope that there's a reason, you know, that there is a purpose to your life, that there's more to your life than just the external material, that you can uh, feel a sense of hope, faith, some purpose that you're uh, in your life. And that can be enhanced by putting time and energy into doing some things that would enhance that, like, you know, discovering what kind of spiritual philosophy, you know, you would like to follow or religion, if you, if, you know, if you don't have them already, or 
um, life philosophy. There's so many kinds of things that get you into transcending beyond the everyday stuff that, you know, can be draining and get you back into that. So if you put in your time and energy into that of the course of the week, you know, um, I think we talked once before about kind of waking up in the morning and just being of gratitude, you know, counting your blessings, so to speak, but just starting there or, or being at that inner peace that just following your breath or, or, or then getting over with a, a like-minded group of friends in a church or spiritual center or a town's group that practices virtue you know, um, whatever it may be, or meditation group, whatever it may be, that will help you remember it because it's like a part of your daily life and you're giving energy and time and practicing those skills and that focus. Mm -hmm. I love what you have here in the book. And this chapter is not very long, but it's very insightful in that just what you said at the top of the chart, there's the, I I don't know, I know it's not going to be clear, but I know you can Uh tell that's the visionary. And then around the Mm -hmm. pie chart, if you will, there is Mm -hmm. spiritual, mental, social, physical, emotional, and descriptions of that and how it applies to your life. But what's really cool is, oh, look at this, the unfulfilled person. So here's the other side of it. When when those things are out of balance, because you have a a perfect balance. If you look at every quadrant or, or every section, they're all balanced. And next to it is the unbalanced person. Um, that that's missing, you know, it's, it's radically out of balance, but what's super cool too, is you get to write it in the book. Right. Your joys, your passions. There we go. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's your own circle to fill out, make a copy, put it on the fridge, put it on your mirror so that you put in the things that you're doing to care for yourself. Now there's a section here about addiction or dependency and coping versus self-care and self-actualizing. So mm-hmm. a lot of people do gravitate toward a substance or something to self-medicate, however you want to phrase it, to cope with things. Let's mm-hmm. talk let's talk about that, that that kind of dependency and how it looks versus, you know, doing the self-care. Um and you know, we've talked about self-care. I don't want to say it's kind of obvious. It's taking the time to do things for yourself, to make yourself feel good. Those little, little moments in life, little joy, get a pedicure, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Um, can we look at that? Cause so many people Absolutely. forget Absol- that, but then they, they gravitate to the other stuff. Right. If you want to pull the book up again, if it's still open at that point, yeah, sh- uh, show that about the circle, the middle circle, the unfulfilled person. And that's where it brings up or it shows you actually the, uh, uh, yeah, that one there. Right. Correct. Basically it's when, see all the other needs, the social, emotional, physical, spiritual, these little tiny areas that you're slices that you're putting your energy into. So of course, socially, if you don't do anything, you're, you're unhappy where the three quarters of that is about dependencies where you're mentally preoccupied doing something that is taking all your time and energy. Therefore, you do not have the time and energy to actually care for yourself and meet your needs. And they can be many, many different things. I mean, they can be drugs and alcohol addictions. They can be codependency, like over-functioning or trying to see that you're your alcoholic or your addict is safe, you know, an over-functioning. It can be, 
it can even be like excessive religiosity where everything is going into that and not into any other areas of your life. It can be um, gambling, any other kind of addiction. It could be workaholism. Um, where you're putting all your energy to work or to achievement or to making money. It's anything that you're so mentally preoccupied with that you're putting all most of your time and energy to the de- into that to the detriment of having the time and being balanced and well-rounded and caring for yourself as a whole fulfilled person. So that's, there's the two pieces, you know, trying to find, you know, thinking about what you'd like, your joys, and then having time and putting it on and carrying it out. But you've also got to wean from the preoccupation, from the uh, addictions, if you will, or the dependencies, because otherwise you won't have the time for it. Hmm. So what I'm getting here from you, Ann, is somebody may be putting all their focus on something, it could be even the dependencies. And let's say they're dealing with a challenging situation. Mm-hmm. They really don't know how to deal with it properly. And that's okay. It's human. So then they gravitate toward becoming dependent on things. But by putting that hyper focus on, I can't deal with this. This is just, you know, I, I don't have the strength for this. And now I'm going to focus on alcohol, whatever it might be. Right. You're not you're not putting the attention on those other things like the social aspect of your life, the physical aspect of your life, the emotional aspect of your life. Those are getting ignored while you're focusing here. How do you you change your focus so that there can be balance in your life? Right. Well, I think just this exercise of thinking about yourself and reading about the, um, I have pretty much most of my clients, you know, we work on that and it's kind of a workbook and they look at and analyze themselves like, wait a minute, how do I feel in these areas? And am I putting so much energy into a certain area? And then think about, well, what could you do instead? What are my real joys, my real passions? And then starting to fit them into your calendar. Like if you have like a, some sort of addiction, obviously there's uh, groups, you know, and there's every kind of group there is for addictions. You know, there's AA, Alcohol Anonymous. There's, you know, uh, Overeaters Anonymous. There's Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous. There's Codependent Anonymous, et cetera, et cetera. There's, you can go to groups. That, there you've got uh, mental stimulation. You've got social belonging to a group that you can relate to people. Or they're all struggling with a similar thing. You know, um, they can fit many. Uh, emotional support it can fit many of your things just to go there and there's obviously treatment for addictions as well you know going to a therapist and so on but the idea would be first try to wean by thinking about your other needs and what you're going to do for your other needs and try to schedule them you know it takes a while it's not like you can get them all in one week sometimes or even that you'll even know what it is over you know right it's a work in progress but you start to wean from that, you know, preoccupation to including all these other activities. So that like, if you feel an addiction or something or feel a craving for the usual, uh, you just want to go eat or whatever that, you know, your preoccupation might be, um, then your ego is or whatever your compulsion, your desire, just that is just uh, 
taking your time and energy from you, then you just kind of say, breathe through it, all my breath, I can do it. And just go and look at your list of these other things and go say, well, what am I really feeling? What do I really need? Do I really just need some another a piece of pie? I mean, or do I, am I feeling kind of lonely? Would, you know, I haven't really done anything socially. Should I call a friend or see if we, you know, I go to lunch with a friend, you know, I mean, just, so you kind of weaning yourself from the preoccupation to being a whole fulfilled person. Mm. I think at that point it can come into, that's where the therapy and counseling comes in to help you see it from a different angle because there's been times in my life where I've had a friend say to me, and you know, during my journeys, I notice I used to, you know, an S at the end of that word, journeys, because I, I believe, you know, there yes. are different different types of journeys that add up to one big one. Absolutely. Um, I've had a friend say to me, like, you're different. You don't really take the time you used to. Like you you always love going kayaking and, and hiking and doing outdoor stuff, but I don't see you doing that anymore. And I know you got a lot going on, and I see just you're different. And at that time in my life, I didn't really realize it. I was like, whoa, you're right. I know I hadn't been taking a lot, a lot of time, but mm-hmm. it was, I thought I was, let's say this was the normal me doing, you know, fun stuff with me and you know, whatever. Um, I thought I was kind of here because I had a lot going on, but I was really here, but didn't see it. But having somebody right. look at it, whether it's a really good, insightful friend who's honest or a counselor, therapist, seeing it and and presenting it to you in that way. You need it. Correct. Absolutely. That's why healthy relationships and communication, focusing on your feelings, sharing your feelings and being, you know, is, is a part of a very important part of it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Mm. It can get you kind of back on track if you have health. And then of course, if you're with friends that you're pre that are preoccupied with the same thing that you're preoccupied with, then that's not going to help because they're not going to see it any differently. They need somebody else outside to tell them, but wait a minute, you're drinking too much, you know, and you're not the same person. And, and so, but so it's really important, you know, you are your friends to some degree, you need those healthy friends that are healthy and are caring and devoted to you and help you understand and to be your best self, not just somebody else who's also preoccupied with the same thing. You know, if you're preoccupied with money and achievement and that's all they're into, you know, they're not going to say go kayaking, you know, they're, wait a minute, we got this money to make right now. And you, you got to do things that, that serve you. Cause I have a, I have a friend, uh, known him a couple of years and we've introduced each other to mutual friends, but mm-hmm. in the fall here, he's been doing, um, uh, touch football and, you know, a bunch of people mm-hmm. get together, guys and girls. And he, he almost guilts me sometimes and I haven't gone and I'm not into it. It's just, it, uh-huh. it, it seems no, like it would be fun, but it's just, I'm like, yeah, I want to go. No, I really don't want to go. <laughs> and yeah. it's, but my point is you, you need to find the things that really align with you, not to just phone it in, if you will, or just right. show up because you feel that you should or need to, to make somebody else happy. It's got to come exactly. from, we go back to the core. You got to go back to your core. Exactly. And that is the slice of will you just brought up, which is your will, enhancing your willpower in a sense, which could be either, we've already talked about this, about not you know, doing things out of addiction or compulsion, right. but also doing things out of obligation or pleasing others, yes. you know, 
why not, you know, you got to take care of your daily responsibilities and kind of be true to yourself and, and then carry out, you know, have the willpower to carry out things that are right for you, not just obligations or just hundred you know, percent. And, and me- things. Yeah. You're so right. Cause many of us are people pleasers. I know I am. And it's like, if I show up to, to play and commit to doing football like that every Sunday, I'm just doing it kind of to, to a piece. Yeah, it'd be great to meet some new people. That part I love, but I, and maybe I could go and just cheer them on, but my Sunday mornings, typically my dog bed, Dunkin' Donuts delivery, and I don't get out of bed for a couple hours because <laughs> I don't normally do. And that's, that's my Zen. That's my Zen. Yes. Uh, the book is so fantastic. We're, we're just about out of time. Um, I love the back of the book here and it's so simple, but it says so much and it might be reversed here on the zoom, but there's one word it's, it's your picture and it says joy and that's it. I mean, it's like that's a, a, it. end of, end of the book, put a sentence there, a period at the end of that. And that's, that, that's it. Um, find your joys. <laughs> exactly. How do, we, your joy. how, how do we find your book? Um, I, I know it's available on Amazon. If we do a search for love yourself, love your life and, and your pen name, which is also your maiden name, AP Filosa is what you would search okay. out. Best way to do that, to find the book. Yes, that would be great. And uh, you can also go to my um, website, my practice website that's in my name, but it's under psychologists in Virginia, spelled out, plural S, psychologists in Virginia, spelled out.com. And that has the book, you, you know, and it has a lot of information about my practice and, and uh, other kinds of things. But, and there will also be up uh, very soon, because this book is being revised, there will be a um, Love Your Life uh, Center uh, .com, uh, website as well. And we'll have some of my other books and my, you know, MP3s uh, for hypnosis, for anxiety, depression, or mm. for imbalances and dissociative disorders or educationals about conflict and aggression. There's a lot of stuff on that. So that one is another one you can look at the love your life center. I can't believe you just said that. I have to share this because I have an audio from a hypnotherapist, a session I had uh, about a month or so ago, uh, not even related to sleep, Uh but I listened to, he's supposed to listen for 21 days at least. Um, I listened to it at night before I go to bed. Forget about what it's trying to accomplish. It just makes me relaxed and tired because it makes you relaxed and you want to sleep. And I even suggest, I just texted a friend this morning who has trouble sleeping. And I said, you need to get audio of somebody putting you into a relaxed trance and getting you ready for sleep because the stuff works. It's amazing. Exactly. I've had many clients who will pay it before bed. You know, my CDs, once it's for anxiety, depression, addiction, and sleep. And they just, they do it to go to sleep. Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, it, she has anxiety. So that's part of it. And a lot of times she wakes up in the middle of the night with, um, and she went through a traumatic experience with the passing of somebody suddenly a couple of years ago. And uh-huh. every night, like two or three o'clock in the morning, she wakes up almost in a panic. And, uh-huh. and I, yeah. I, I know that this would, you know, calm her down. Uh, how do we find, are those available now that, that audio? Um, I think they should be on Amazon now, okay. but I mean, or they're in the works of being put on Amazon gotcha. to try them. They would be under AFC, um, you know, um, and 
but that will certainly be hopefully up in sure. a week or two the other website and you can find them on that one love it yeah it's a, it's <laughs> amazing Amazon. i always say that I, I, every night i'm like this is not gonna work i mean i'm not gonna get hypnotized and I, all of a sudden i'm like oh this is good <laughs> it's amazing it <laughs> wonderful it's always a joy literally talking with you thank you so much for being here Me and i look forward next time we get together me too thank you so much steve thank you you too we'll be right back broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.